Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Aloha. He said the script was not up to his standards, which is the funniest fucking thing, because what he did instead of the Fast and Furious movies was Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen that Michelle Rodriguez movie where she's tough and not going to take any no. of your shit? <laughs> Welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Welcome to the show. Episode number 337, if you can believe that. Uh, if you have not already, subscribe to our Red Circle page. There's a link at the top of the website, theballerlifestyle.com. There's a link at the top of my Twitter Red Circle. It's like Patreon, but like a little more bootleg version. No, it's like it's an up and coming site. It hosts our it hosts our podcast. So um, go there. That's where you can get the subscriber only content. I just did a new show with friend of the show Molly McAleer where we reviewed season one, episode one of the sex worker juggernaut gigolos. So if you want to hear me talk about gigolos, you got to go there and pay five bucks a month. That's, that's all there is to it. That's the only way you're going to hear it. Unless I do that thing where I just release it to everybody eventually, which I might because I want everybody to hear it. Uh, I am joined now, as I am every single week, by Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey. Um, it, uh, <clears throat> it is just... I'm so tired of all news and everything. Each week I'm thinking maybe we can get off the movie train and just do some news. And it's just, I was thinking, I was thinking next, I was thinking next week we do just a show. Yeah. I think I've got like a month worth, but each week it used to be, you know, there'd be 30 stories that present themselves. No problem. Right. Now it takes a month to accumulate maybe two months to accumulate one one episode's worth of stories. I feel like we got to update people on what's going on with Thom Brenneman. Oh, I don't even know what's happening. Well, I just, I don't want to give it away, but he's, like I said, you want to do, this is why you only do your murders in a small town. You <laughs> o- oh, this is, this is, you, you only want to be a, uh, a homophobe in Cincinnati. Exactly. That- exactly. You don't, you couldn't, you couldn't say the F word into a hot mic in LA. You couldn't do it in New York, San Francisco, real places. But in places like Phoenix, <laughs> Kansas City, Minneapolis, not maybe not quite Minneapolis, but you know what I mean? Nashville. There's places you can do this. And so he's on he's on the he's on the rehab trail and I've as I predicted he will survive this because he it took place in Cincinnati. 
unreal. Yeah, so we'll we'll try to we'll put together a regular show um, for next week. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention we're talking about a movie today, and I'm I wanted to bring back friend of the show, someone that all that everyone loves to hear, our good buddy Caleb Wilson. Caleb, what's up? Hey, Caleb. How's it going, guys? Glad to uh, be back. Yeah. What, what was the last? I believe Commando. Was it Commando or, or Cocktail? I can't remember which which episode or what order we did. You those did. In. We did both I, of those. Yeah. I yeah. think we did Commando most recently. I think yeah. so too. I think so too. That's it, right. Because I was still sick. Uh, I was still like pretty sick with uh, COVID. I think mm. I haven't gotten the, the antibody test. I was still pretty sick when we did that one. Oh right. I, I remember. Did, we, did now, you know like you, a week? Ago, What's up? Did you know you had COVID at the time? I remember you saying you were sick. Yeah, like right around when when we did cocktails and I start, first started to feel a little weird and I was messed up for a couple of weeks. Uh, actually, like maybe two weeks ago was like the first time I could say with some certainty that I actually feel like relatively normal. Take, again. Us, take, us, wild. take us through your COVID experience because I don't think I've uh, I've spoken to somebody that's been sick with COVID. What, what was it like for you? Did you have any of the taste bud stuff? Right. No, actually, uh, taste buds never went away since for about two weeks, I couldn't smell anything, which, you know, uh, I smoked at the time. So that was kind of mm-hmm. normal par for the course or whatever, which is kind of dumb to do that in the mm-hmm. pandemic, but parliaments quit parliament, so. parliaments. Hold on. I, I got three choices here. Yeah. Parliament. Camel light. American spirit. Uh, of those three, I'm going with Camel Lights, although they're Camel Blues now. They don't call, they don't think they're allowed to call them lights, but I smoke Cowboy Killers, Smart Reds. Oh, Reds. That was my brand back in the day. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about yeah. your COVID. So, yeah, I mean, I was pretty much just in bed for like three weeks straight. I was pretty messed up. Um, but then like the weird thing is, is for like weeks and weeks afterwards, I would just randomly like feel like I had a fever, even though I didn't just like massive chills. And like, Ugh. I couldn't really like even walk a flat mile without just getting absolutely gassed, Whoa. you know, for, for months, it was like that. It was just super depressing. Like I couldn't work out. I couldn't do anything. It was pretty bad. Uh, I never actually got tested when at first, this was pretty early when I got sick. So when I, you know, I went and did like a telehealth thing with my doctor and they were just like, I don't know, you know, testing is kind of spotty right now. So, you know, just go to the hospital if you need to, but call first. And that was really it. So I just kind of, kind of. And you were, you were in kind of ground zero for America. Right. right. Yeah. Seattle. So I'm a little south of Seattle, but Seattle got hit first. And actually um, my boss's daughter works at the hospital where the first COVID outbreaks in the United States happened. So mm. I'm pretty sure that's how I got it. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. And then there's a great front line was, about that, by the way. New York was pretty early in the process, but the testing shows that that was from Europe. Right. That the West Coast was from Asia and the East yeah. Coast was from Europe. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm happy to hear you're on the mend, I'm, although I can't I'm not positive you are, but it seems like you are. No, I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling powerful. That's good. <laughs> but that's been powerful today. But that's been like several months that this is this yeah. has lingered with you. It Which has. is crazy. But you know, I am back at work. I'm actually in my office now, okay. and I'm uh, pouring bourbon straight into Diet Coke cans for this. Amazing. So I'm feeling good. Wow. Excellent. What a fucking hero. I, I wish I was doing something cool like that. Uh, okay. Well, we're, we're going to talk about Fast Five today. I have, I have two things I want to bring up. Okay. The yeah. um, woman behind gender reveal trend <laughs> begs people to stop after fire. Yeah. 
And she writes on her personal blog uh, something like, um, for the love of God stop, God, stop burning things down to tell everyone about your kid's penis. No one cares about you. It was 116 degrees in Pasadena, and this tool thought it was smart to light a fire about his kid's dick. Toxic masculinity, blah, blah, blah. This, this woman started the gender reveal, yeah. and then she's going to say, nobody cares but you? Yeah. So she, this is the woman that started this most recent fire? This no, 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 no. She no. started the trend of gender no. reveal. She had a cake that yeah. you cut open, and it's pink or blue. But she's now going to shame. I mean, yes. Absolutely. We've been talking about horrible gender reveal. Oh, the blood's on her hands, too. Well, the blood, that's yeah. what I'm saying. The blood is on her hands because guess what? You can't look up a recipe on the Internet or anything without people, these bloggers, putting their life story into it. She's part of the reason, and she's going, nobody cares about your kid. Yeah, you're part yeah, of it. You kicked yeah. off this trend, and then people, you have to assume the worst. When you name a kid, you have to think of all the possible nicknames that go with that name. You always have to think <laughs> of where the worst direction this could go. So I yeah. just want to point out, there's blood on this this woman, Jenna Carv- Carvanitas. She Honestly, the fact that yeah. she has a blog in 2020 is pretty sus to me. You can't really trust people with blogs. No, these these sure. these mommy blogs are cool. big fucking business. This chick is probably a, a fucking mogul off this yeah. mommy blog with her, especially because she's the first one to cut into a, a cake with pink cake inside of it. Should be red blood. Right, blood is on her. Ass. And also, I can't. You've kind of swayed me because at first I'm like. Well, she's, you know, she just cut into a stupid fucking cake. She didn't know that Trump voters were going to go out in the desert and fucking blow up liquid nitrogen in different colors to show, you know, to reveal the gender. Which, of to be fair, cake. is way cooler than a fucking cake, man. I mean, I mean if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's cake true. Cake is an overrated dessert, by the way. That, that, cake sucks. But that, being, that being said, um, where I live here on the West coast, we have not seen the sun in like four days because there's a fire burning a pretty good yeah. distance away. I mean, there's several bar- fires burning, but the closest one is, is still quite far away from where I am. And the, and the sky is dark 24 seven. We got uh, that up here too. in near Seattle, yeah. it's pretty bad. Yes. Full West coast. Yeah. So at first, at first I wanted to forgive her because all she did was cut into a cake, which isn't that bad. But then it made me think of the, it made me think of that girl. You remember a few years ago, some girl was like a big, she was a big, um, Insta model. And then she's like, she did a thing where she's like, I want to tell the real truth about Insta models. And then she like went back through all her pictures and showed how she photoshopped them and how she starved herself to do this. And it was like a big, like reveal moment, like the dirty secrets of Instagram models. But she only did that. She only did the reveal portion to get more clicks. Like, of course she did. And it's the same with this mommy blogger. She's, she's, she's like, I cut into the cake. Instagram model and think that that shit's not like, you know what I mean? It's all, everybody knows. Exactly. Exactly. So fuck this lady. Fuck her fucking mommy blog. Fuck all mommy blogs. I went and look at, looked at a house to rent like a year ago. And I walked in and I was talking to the realtor. I'm like, this place is pretty nice, man. And he's like, yeah. And I go, it's weird that somebody would put this much money into a rental house. And he's like, well, the lady redid it. She was planning to live here forever with her family. He goes, but then 
all of a sudden her mommy blog blew up and she started making like a hundred grand a month off it. <laughs> so now she, she moved and she's that writing really it out. Is. And I'm like, hold I'm like the baller lifestyle podcast.com. Like we're, <laughs> we're right there. Maybe we should pivot to mommy stuff. Ed. Mommy content. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Moms. We, we're all for you now. Right. I like, um, I like mommy butts. And then I wanted to just uh, applaud a kind of an unconventional coming out story. Uh, this is in the Ukraine. Religious leader who blamed gay marriage for coronavirus now has coronavirus. Uh, that's oh, the best. you fucked up. That's the best. You fucked up. That's Congrats, the buddy. That's the best. You're out. Love that. Love that. Hopefully, with any luck, because this guy is a man of goth, God, goth or God, a man of the cloth, I think I was trying to say. Hopefully um, his maker calls him home with this COVID. That would be, that would be <laughs> my ultimate you, dream. If I he, need you. If, he, if the Lord allows him to recover, that would be my nightmare, and it would prove to me that there is no God. Okay, anything else, Ed? No, that's it. Okay. I just, you know, I thought we should salute and shame. And I love people. it. I appreciate it. Uh, okay, let's do some, um, let's do some um, voicemail email content, then we're talking Fast Five. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring. Worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel in Gardenia. Oh, he's Manuel in Gardenia. Speak of the devil, I recognize this number. Well, it's really just the prefix. We only have one 310 person that calls in regularly. So I'm just gonna, I'm wagering a guess that it's our good friend Manuel. Oh, speaking of that. Remember how remember how Manuel called in? You know how Ed he likes to do regional content and he called in yeah, about he talks about like specific traffic patterns. Right, and he was he was real obsessed with this billboard that he was seeing that was like for it's called like Nasty Gal or something and it's for cosmetics and okay. because he wasn't sure if the girl on the bi- on the billboard was a little person do you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he had a problem with it, right? Well, he's got a problem with everything, but I can't remember what the issue was with the with the billboard and whether or not the um, the model in the billboard was a little person. I think he was, like, wondering would he have sex with a little person. I can't remember. I can't remember the details yeah. other than the billboard. Well, I wanted to say I've seen that billboard now a couple times, and on the route I go, the billboard is kind of like at a bad angle to the freeway. So I can't really get a picture of it. And also, I always forget that it's coming up. But I've seen that billboard, and I will say this, Manuel. She kind of does look like a little person. I can't really tell. I'm assuming she's not a little person, but I see what you're saying. You're kind of right. She does look like a little person. Good for them if they're inclusive. They should, like yes. a Benetton thing. Right. We need more little people in advertising and porn. Okay, here we go. 
Easy Edward, Bri Bri. Want to wish you guys a happy Labor Day. I know you guys are working, man. Shout out to all the working class ballers out there listening to us. Uh, hey, um, you know, Labor Day is is, is meant to um, commemorate organized labor, right? Like, do do people know that? Because I don't think they do. People try in this country to forget it, right? And I, um, they try to sh- they try to really shit like- on the way that we earned a living wage as this country. Because you know, we used to have we used to have a fucking seven day. 16 hour a day work week and we used to fucking put make kids so fucking close till their fingers fell off and then something called organized labor changed that and that's that's what labor day is you fuck face so if you don't if you if you don't fuck with unions if you're anti-union go fuck yourself you gotta you should have worked yesterday right and people love to uh, well, opponents of, of unions love to say well you know you got Jimmy Hoffa types it's like Hey, fuck face. That's you're just picking one specific type of example. Sure. But uh, the the more unions, it actually translates into right. uh, better production. And it's what created the middle class. Unions created yeah. the middle class. Yeah. Without it, you get haves and have nots. There's so, there definitely are. I've, I've been involved in some union situations in my life, and there definitely is a greasy factor. Ed. Ed, Ed lives in northern New Jersey, so I, I mean he knows better than anybody. But uh, but for the most part, it has been a a giant positive for the for Hang the prosperity of this nation. Right, but you have you know a greasy a greasy type of undertones to labor leaders and everything. However, is there anything greasier than? The, the billionaire class. That's a good point. I mean, there's there's nothing more evil than those guys. That's a good point. Like I, uh, Elon Musk had his employees uh, get paid ten percent less during COVID. Yeah. And his net worth, taking today out of the equation, uh, his net worth went from twenty five to over a hundred billion. No. In uh, that same time. Hundred percent agree. I think I read a statistic the other day that like in the eighties, average CEO pay was twenty times the average their average worker pay and now it's something like 600 times the average worker pay so i mean fuck ceos much more than fuck union leaders is my point even if they are a little bit greasy okay back to back to manuel i'm sure i will interrupt him 14 more times it's my fucking show go fuck yourself here we go so i just want to say a quick f you to anybody who is denouncing or denigrating or trying to down Play the 2020 seasons, whether it's baseball, whether it's the NBA, what have you. Uh, mostly the denouncers are probably from loser cities who squads weren't even uh, invited to the bubble or find themselves floundering as usual That's in right. the standings of MLB. What is he he's but, talking about he's he's pro sports. He's he's happy about the resumption of professional sports that we all have something that we can get excited about or just pass the time on a Tuesday evening. Of course. Yeah. Everybody needs something to get into, right. but I mean, is this a, a straw man type of thing? Mm-hmm. Is there a, I don't know what he's, well, he's arguing. Against. Well, he's not, he's just, he's just, he's just, well, I guess, I don't know. A, a he's fuck everybody who, that's what? a good question. Is there I, an opponent? I think there's, there might be anti-sports people out there. I'm not sure. Um, 
dude, for me, 2020 has been awesome. Like right now, they were just uh, announcing that I think the Phils and the Marlins are going to go into like a seven-game series. Oh, yeah, because they both missed a bunch of games. I've heard of a whole week of baseball, but I love it. You know what I mean? Again, one team pitted against another is what I. I mean, it was kind of the Phillies versus the Marlins. It was kind of nice that. Well, I get what he's saying that it's just like there's always something to watch. The um, it was kind of nice because my Dodgers they um, you know they boycotted a game um, in a, in a show of solidarity after the shooting in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and then the next day they played two seven inning doubleheader or they played a. a two seven-inning games in a doubleheader against the Giants, and they won both games. It was pretty fun to watch. That's pretty exciting. It's All doubleheaders should be seven innings now. We're going oh, we're, to we're adopt some of these rules. and all. But also, like, I'm not with this designated hitter bullshit. Like, like these pussies in the American League, they can have a designated hitter, but this National League, it's real baseball, OG baseball. Uh, the pitcher's a player on the field. He needs to swing the fucking bat. That's it. Your player on Sorry the field. Sorry, don't like dingers. Right? No, I love them. I love them. But you teach your pitchers to hit. Like I don't give a shit. He likes he likes sacrifice bunts. Yeah. What? Well, hey, get get fucking nine Dominican guys to play the field. Have have um, designated fielders in all nine positions. Have nine designated hitters if you want. If you got one, why not have all of them? I don't. You know, like fuck off. Pitchers a player That's on a the field. Strategy. Swing the bat. Uh, that's like unheard of seven game series usually they're three or four so to me that's awesome that is the good. bubble nba all the um playoffs and uh just uh what what, okay. what am i trying to say here? i don't know uh, the trickiness of it all you know dudes being uh sequestered in one spot mm-hmm. to just play ball and some of them are kind of getting a little bit chippy yeah because they're ha- they're having pussy withdrawal that's what it is these guys, they're, about, they're used to getting it in. How about the guy? This is this was a good story that really didn't blow up, but I liked that there was a guy who I think was going into camp as an undrafted free agent. I think it was the Seahawks, and he tried to sneak a yeah. uh, woman as in. As a player. Dressed, dressed <laughs> like a Seahawks, player. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> hey, it's we don't good. have a 5'3 guy on the team. Right. What is that? It's pretty good. I like that. What, like, Yeah, like did he put her in shoulder <laughs> pads? If you're an undrafted free agent, you yeah. are just thinking, I'm going to kill myself for a month, see if I can make the team. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's trying to like have a woman pose as a player. Uh, no, it's amazing. I love it. Okay, let's 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 try to get to the end of this. Uh, Manuel, I'm with you. This is like two weeks in a row I think I've been on Manuel's side with something. So I love every aspect of this uh, 2020 season. Wanted to get what your ballers take uh is Bri Bri. Oh, thank you. Easy Edward. Oh, also Ed. So mm-hmm. let's say you guys on that. One thing I can't get down with, seven inning games and starting runners off. Yeah, it's stupid. On second base in the extra innings. Yeah, it's stupid. Come on, guys. Stupid. That'll fly did, in 2020 with any as well as purists. the DH as well for the National League. I'm cool with it in 2020. Yeah. But next year when we get back to business as usual, that ass has to stop. Um, so, yes, man. Will you Bob Costas? Yeah. Baseball no. purists, get out of here. You should constantly be evolving. The sport should evolve. Oh, then start every inning with the fucking guy on third base then. If you're right, so, so anti-purism. Do something. Let's start yeah, at, man, do something. Let's, every let's, guy let's hits let's a triple, triple to start every inning. 
the fuck out of here. This is fucking baseball. We've been playing for a hundred years. It's perfect. Although, although I don't mind the three batter rule. That's kind of fun because it's it tweaks dudes. You can't just bring in that lefty to get your lefty out. Yeah, you got it. You got to get some guys out. Although that could that could might lose jobs because of that because there's there's some dudes that that's the only thing they do is get out left handed hitters. Now you got to specialize in something else. Right. Well, you know what you do. Learn to swing the fucking bat. That's what you do. Swing the fucking bat. And I'm, and so some of the things I'm down with, others I'm not. We'll figure it out. It's good It's good to have the games on every night. The huddle said that. It's a good way to kill a night. Uh, okay, quick email. Thanks for that, Manuel. Ballers, hashtag current episode, hashtag every episode, hashtag Friday Facts. Just had to follow up on your conversations about nurses. It has been my experience that they are some of the wildest partiers when it comes to females, but not excluding military girls or teachers. I put teachers at number three, by the way. Uh, When I was in university, oh, you know, he's from Canada because he calls it uni. When I was in university, I lived across the street from the nursing school that was affiliated to my school, and they had some legendary shakers, and they were only students. I dated a few nurses later on in life. Oh, yeah, they're freaky. And often had a hard time keeping up uh, with their shift work and strange hours. They were always ret to go. Unfortunately, most nurses have first husbands that are cops or firemen because they all work strange hours and end up hooking up. When are we going to get a review of the 80s classic Risky Business? That's a movie I've never seen, Ed. Put it on the list. Uh, Some of the best quotes ever. Make sure Travis Rogers is in on that one. If you decide to do it, that's from Doug, the Canadian living in Houston. Thanks, Doug. Doug, you know, um, speaking of risky business and maybe we'll we'll cover this at some point, but um, we'll do that movie. Rebecca de Mornay, who's the star of risky business. She she downplayed this very much in her life. But her dad was this local guy here in Southern California. And he had this, it wasn't like, it was like public access, but it wasn't public access. It was just like on a local, what do they call it? Like, like the UHF channels, like the, like the PBS channels. They're like affiliated with like some shitty channel that wasn't on the regular dial. Well, he had a show on that and he was like the, he had this, he's called Wally George and he had this sweet like white like dutch boy hairpiece wig that he wore and he would come on he basically was like doing the bill o'reilly thing but like in the 80s where he'd come on and he'd fucking he would do like this right wing conservative character and he'd get the audience all riled up and the thing is Everybody knew he was doing a character and and he was just doing it locally and it was fucking amazing and hilarious. The problem is, is now these guys are all over fucking Fox News and they're but but they're playing it straight like they're really that guy. Hold on. I'm going to play you a little. I don't know what this one is, Um, but I'll play you some Wally George. 
And if, he he hosted it from a studio here in Orange County, and all these dudes, I think Jay Stu might have attended a taping. All these dudes from like Cal State Fullerton would get wasted and go yell at the guests and stuff. It was really it was really classic. It was on Friday nights, and so I mean, was it like a Maury Povich show kind of thing? No, it was. Um, yeah, it kind of well, it was a talk show. Like where they're they're shouting and he sat at a desk. And he would have guests and the guests would be like, I want to legalize marijuana. And he'd be like, get this hippie out of here. And then the, and then the crowd would yell at it. It'd be stuff like that. It is very offensive. It is very offensive for gays to be running around uh, groping each other in the park. What do you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very Jesus. fair for you to make fun of people whose whose lifestyle is, is not the way you want it to be. And I, I think it's... See? Oh, really? I, I, I think He's got a fake gay guy on. You know, because, like, they don't hurt you, what they do, and, you know... I'm just saying walking it's down offensive, the you stupid network. It's offensive! Right, yeah. he's offended by gay people. Anyway, <laughs> this is the early 1980s, and, like, everybody in the crowd has a mullet. It's amazing. It's, it's all over YouTube. It used to be a show here in Southern California, and this guy was Rebecca Dormorne's dad, and uh, she would not, she would not talk about that publicly. She was embarrassed by that. Uh, okay, Th- <laughs> see why. Thank you for that, Doug. The Canadian living in Houston. Um, let's talk. We're here to talk about Fast Five. I'm gonna play the trailer. We've got Tyrese. Wonder Woman. Were you guys surprised to see Wonder Woman in this movie? I was blown away. I was surprised. I was blown away. Couldn't believe it. Not at all. You weren't? You knew this already. I never heard of her until (laughs) Wonder Woman. Caleb, is it because you're a millennial? No, it's because I I did a little bit of homework. We'll we'll talk about her in a little bit. Okay, okay. We'll talk about her in a little bit. Okay, I want you to give us a heads up on the whole Fast and Furious. This is, I'll be honest, I've only seen two. This is the second Fast and the Furious that I've seen. The other one was the one where Paul Walker died in the middle. I think it might have been Fast 7. 7. That's right. <laughs> that is 7. I saw that one and that's where they uh, they were really getting crazy with it cuz they were like in Dubai and they were jumping cars from one yeah. skyscraper to the other. It was pretty badass. And I will say this, Paul Walker died like part way through the filming of the movie and you watch the movie and you couldn't even really tell they put it together so well. I Unlike, I, think I did see, yes. I did see the second one. I think on a uh, an airplane. Oh, Tokyo it Drift. Was, it was, but it was that's like, three. Oh, that's three. That's right. <laughs> or two, but it was there were no characters, right? It was just it was just cars. Right, was, should we go like through a, the chronology of this hold now? On, hold because on, because it's really it's twisted. Let okay. me let me play the trailer. Hold on. All right, all right. So what's this all about, Dom? Yeah, man. Why'd you drag us halfway around the world? Because we got a job. Fuck yeah! He's such a badass. It's a stealth mission. We'll be in and out before they even know we were there. Paul Walker, R.I.P. We're talking about breaking into a police station. That's, That's right. Crazy. This is a hundred million dollars. Turns out very easy. Very easy to do. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. Is all of this really necessary to apprehend two men? One's a former federal officer. Spent five years in deep cover. Uh, Rio de Janeiro bears a striking re- resemblance to the San Fernando Valley, I notice, in this movie. And above all else, we don't ever, ever let them get in the cars. We just went from the middle of the most wanted list to the very top. 
gotta keep running now. Running ain't freedom. Oh my god, so many good lines. So much charisma. This is more, this is the first The Rock version. Okay, you guys get the picture. This is the first The Rock version before he hijacked the franchise and really pissed off Vin Diesel because they have a fight and Vin Diesel kind of wins the fight. And now in their, now in the, they have it in their contracts that neither, I, I think they have it in their contracts that they cannot be in a scene together at all, but also <laughs> they can't, um, that one can't win a fight over the other. One can't have more lines than the other. It's, it's very bitchy. And also um, Vin Diesel must have it in his contract that he gets X amount of milk crates to stand on because he seems to yeah, be. Yeah, he must have an apple crate. Right, he seems to be. In any scene with The Rock. Yeah. And it's funny because you if you watch the movie, there are points where he is almost equally tall to The Rock and then other points they were not consistent. He's do much it. shorter. Yeah. yeah. So they have seven months stilts or something. It's crazy. Um, and it, he's hijacked the internet because I Googled and it said he's six feet, which we know is not that can't possible. Be true. That can't be true. He's, I will say he's pretty jacked. And one thing I noticed about The Rock, so this movie came out in 2011. I follow The Rock on on Instagram like everybody does. And, uh, and thoughts and prayers, the Rock, the Rock, much like guests of the show, Caleb Wilson, currently recovering from COVID. COVID ran rampant through his house as well. Um, the Rock... He's like 46 now-ish, 46, 47. So when they sh- when they shot this 2011, he was much less jacked than he is now. He's much, he's somehow. He's still enormous. He's pretty big, but he somehow, it, well into his 40s, has gotten much more muscular than he was somehow. in his middle to late 30s, which is just crazy to me. Um, so fast five alternatively known as Fast and Furious 5, 2011 American heist action film directed by gazillionaire Justin Lin, written by some other dude. It's a sequel to 2009's Fast and Furious 4, I guess. Um, they just called that one Fast and Furious. The whole thing is just constantly evolving. Oh, that is that is very confusing. <laughs> is this is this director that you said is he is he the guy responsible for all of them? I think he is. <laughs> Who yeah. is he? Yeah, he's he. They had I think they had different directors or at least different screenwriters for two and three. So okay, let, maybe that's a good time to to get into the chronology. Of it. Yeah, so, tell tell us about the Fast and Furious franchise, please, Caleb. Mind you, I only have learned this in the past like 36 hours, Brian, when you were like, hey, do you want to come on and do this? I was like, all right, fuck it. Canceling all my plans. And I'm just going to drink beer and watch these movies. God for damn it. Hero. Of them. Hero. It was glorious. Great, great weekend. So there is the first one. And then essentially what happened was for uh, the second movie, the or Vin Diesel said, I don't want to do it. The script sucks. So they made kind of a Paul Walker spinoff movie, which is what they did. For the third movie, kind of as well with Tokyo Drift, and they, that's, that's the, the one first I one. Saw. Well, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that Vin Diesel, Dominic Toretto, the fucking yeah. the leader, <laughs> the the head of the family, the guy that it's all he about no. family, the guy that lives his life a quarter Dude. mile at a time. There's yeah. t- there's two Fast and Furious is 
that he hasn't been in without him. Yes. Shut up, dude. Wow. So he like he said the script was not up to his standards, which is the funniest fucking thing, because what he did instead of the Fast and Furious movies was Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. And if you ever saw any of those, they were just dog shit. I, so I he really yeah. thought that he was going to go off and do, you know, and just be a, you know, mega millionaire a-list Hollywood actor, which didn't happen. So he came. So they did two and three and three kind of had mixed reviews. Some of the fans liked it. Some of them didn't from what I gather. Um, but they actually kind of retconned the story later because uh, Han, the the uh, Korean guy in um, in in the series. Right. Everybody liked him so much. They actually were, he died in three and they're like, oh, shit. So they actually moved that in the timeline between uh, six and seven because they wanted to bring him back. What? And, uh, yeah. It's, 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 the whole thing is just constantly so moving. So three actually happens later than this later. movie we just saw? Yes. And it gets dumber because they just brought him back for the next one anyway. They just decided he died. Then he actually didn't die. So it's just it's all over the place. Right. But four, Fast, Fast and Furious uh, or FF4 or whatever you want to call it, was technically the first direct sequel to one right. and it was kind of it kind of stuttered a little bit i didn't actually get to finish that when i ran out of time because yeah. i had to wa- i wanted to watch five twice because it was so fucking baffling what a hero. i wanted to what a hero yeah like it just i had to i had to get my notes together so i stopped four and watched five but four kind of stuttered a little bit because it just you know for reasons so five, what they were like the kind of the magic of, of five is it took everything from all the spinoffs and all the, the cool cast of characters and everything. And kind of was like the the moment that this franchise changed from being just about dudes street racing right. into like now the franchise is like you said, they're jumping cars from skyscrapers in Dubai. And then right. there's Hobbs and Shaw where they're saving the world. This is kind of like the pivot point for that was five. You kind of see that change the change the face of the franchise to like heist movies, and you know that you realize that they kind of wanted to take it a different direction. Right. So it's interesting. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> this movie, I, I guess I, I would I say, or say. this franchise is like it's like James Bond, but for people who smoke weed out of beer cans. Right, that's a good, that's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. The, the thing is, is I. I feel like I'm a reasonably intelligent person, but I must have asked myself, so what what the fuck's going on here? Like 25 times during this Yeah, movie. it just it's not you. This movie should have been 88 minutes and it was two and a half hours. It's just it's baffling why they like added so much to it. Um and I yeah. also, I was constantly astonished by the complete lack of charisma in Vin Diesel. Especially when you add the rock to this movie, it's it's crazy how one just emanates superstar and the other one. Yeah, it's like why is he famous? I I, I yeah. don't get it. It's with crazy. Him. He's yeah. big. He's muscular. That's that's all I can figure. Yeah, yeah. He's just a. I don't understand. I don't understand the whole Vin Diesel thing myself, but I guess there's a reason why Vin Diesel wasn't in Hobbs and Shaw. We'll put it that way. Right, right. That's a good point. Yeah, there's there's professional disrespect between The Rock and Vin Diesel, and it's it's my understanding that on the set, when they're when they've been in these together, because they've been in a few together now, that Vin Diesel exhibits some major diva behavior 
and yeah. he won't come out of his trailer. He's late. The Rock can't be around when Vin Diesel has to shoot a scene, and vice versa. It's but all that being said, he's still going to tread lightly because The Rock would absolutely maul him. Oh yeah, he's so, he's so much like, bigger. That's the thing. He can be yeah. like bitchy with the director, but he cannot. He could never actually confront The Rock. And the, and let's be honest, The Rock is one of the most charismatic people to ever exist. It's not an accident that he is the biggest fucking movie star in the world. Like yeah. he, he has what, what those in the business call it. Right. And Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Hey, he was riding high for a while. He he overachieved. Let's be honest. He he was in Boiler Room. I believe he wrote Boiler Room. Really? Yes. I mean, the big thing that was, the big revelation I watched with my son a couple of months ago, uh, Saving Private Ryan. I was like, Vin Diesel's in this. Oh yeah, I didn't Vin, know that. yeah, Vin Diesel because they had He's, like one of every kind of person in that squad. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Vin Diesel's in I there. Watch that again. Vin, that's the one where uh, what we had a quote a, a while back about what Vin Diesel said. We did a story about what what Vin Diesel said about that Steven Spielberg said Spielberg. about him. Yeah, Spielberg said it'd be a crime if you didn't direct a movie or something like that. Like what? No, it was Spielberg. it was like it, it it'd be a crime if he didn't direct every single movie ever made in Hollywood from now until the end Jesus of time. Jesus Christ. Like it, that, like, it was so over the top. It was ridiculous. I just want to confirm Vin Diesel did not write Boiler Room. That was he a guy didn't? named Ben Younger. Right. Well, Vin, Vin Diesel did write something. He, was, he had something to do with something, and that's as much as I know. Um, <laughs> this He's so, done some stuff. This movie, yeah, they're they're like they're like a street racing crew. So oh, maybe you can you can fill me in on some of the backstory here, Caleb. Mm-hmm. So I'll do my best. So again, this is all new information and a lot of it just went one in or out the okay. other. Okay. So I know they open with Dom is about to do a 25 to life bid. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's he go to prison for? Four. Yeah. What's, what's yeah. he being imprisoned for? Cool crimes involving cars. That's it. That's it. He gets 20. So it wasn't like he didn't, I think he, it wasn't like a Nicholas cage, uh, con so air again, situation. You have to remember too. I didn't finish that one, but there is a line in five that the rock says, uh, oh, you, the guy who beat a guy half to death with a socket wrench. So maybe that's what it was. I missed it. I don't know. Right. And then Paul Walker used to be a cop. Right. Paul Walker was a cop and then he was a fed. And then now he's, he's turned to crime because it's because he, (laughs) because of Jordana Brewster. He loved Jordana Brewster so much. Oh yeah. Who doesn't? Right. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Right. And so are they, so they, they lamb it down. Oh, and I have a problem with HBO Max, by the way. Have What's I, problem? I'm going to tell you right now. They have in their description of Fast Five. Well, the number one problem I have with HBO Max, this is more a problem with Amazon, is Amazon won't allow HBO Max on their Fire Stick. And I know, it, I know you got to work around. You got send me the link to that workaround. But in the description on HBO Max, it says Vin Diesel and Paul Walker join forces on the wrong side of the law as they burn up the streets of Rio de Janeiro in this exhilarating fifth installment in the hit street racing series. Next sentence on the lamb. L-A-M-B. The phrase is not on the lamb like a fucking baby sheep. The f- phrase is on the lamb, L-A-M. 
not lamb, lamb on the land. They're lamb it. They lambed it out of town. Yeah, that's lambing. a typo. Um, was it? oh, so they're. I think they're of the they they play it fast and loose with the no extradition treaty situation here. Is that why they head down to Rio? Do they have roots in Rio that we know of? Why are they in Brazil? Uh, so when they first of all, let's talk about that bus chase scene because that Amazing. was just absolutely baffling. Yeah. That actually happened in the United States. I don't know if you caught that. Yes, yeah, they yeah. Were, they called yeah, it Fast yeah. and Furious, right? Yeah, their their whole plan was to run a bus off the road by by putting another vehicle in its way. And yeah, Paul Walker's what, what what car was that? Like a Charger or something? Yeah, the, yeah. the, the bus would have ran would have sliced that just vehicle in half and just kept running. But then it's somehow it's like tripped by the vehicle. It, and jumps the, his car. Right. And the bus flips over and rolls like down the side times. of the house. Every, everybody would have died on that thing. They would. They just killed their best friend dead. Dom. Yeah. Be a bad so I have a theory about this. And I think that they, they put this right up front to show you what kind of movie this was going right. to be. And challenge you emotionally or intellectually, I guess. Like, okay, you have to make a choice. Do you care about this kind of thing? Do you care that Paul Walker should have died immediately and everybody on that bus should have died? Or are you just going to have a good time and just turn your brain off? It's a pleasant lobotomy, and you have to choose yes. the pleasant lobotomy. Yeah. If you don't, you're not going to have a good time. So I think that they did this on purpose, or maybe I'm just giving them too much credit. Dare I say a pleasant fever dream, Caleb? Yeah, I, so, yes, it is. It is. We used that when we just uh, talked about cocktail, but this is, even more so is just an ambling fever dream. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's it's an unsurvive. The movie begins with an unsurvivable bus crash, and then they rescue. So the whole point of the bus crash is that is they so they can free Dominic Toretto, and then the next scene they've bounced to Rio. No, I don't think they explained why, the did desert, they? Right? Oh no, yeah, they go to Rio for it. Right? Yeah, yeah, they go to Rio. They don't say why they're in Rio, but they're they're clearly hiding out, and by hiding out. Paul walking around openly. Right. And Paul Walker <laughs> is is driving a vintage Nissan Skyline GT right hand drive. Very fucking desirable, collectible car that's just he's just somehow acquired. But he's doing it in a low profile way. Right. He's yeah. just somehow acquired. <laughs> and what drives me crazy is they seem to know their way around Rio in a way that that there's some sort of familiarity. Like, did they grow up there? Did they spend their childhood in Rio? They know at one point they're like, hey, we need to we need to be we need the only way we can get in is if we're invis invisible. And Vin, uh, Vin Diesel's like, I know just where to get them. And it's like, how do you know that? You're not from there. You don't know where well, shit yeah. is. How do you so know all these people? There's a connection to Rio. Brazilian, right? Yeah. I was thinking Brewster might be there. Well, she does. She speaks Portuguese for some reason, an unexplained she's reason. Brazilian in real life. Oh, she I is. Think, or like partially. What? I thought that was the thing. With her. But she seems like a fish out of water down there, which is a funny. The only one that like anchors them to Rio is the pissed guy Vince. Remember yeah, him from episode right. one. He's very. He was the guy who he wanted to. Have, he he was the guy who wanted to to. He wanted. Vince, uh, Vin Diesel's sister was Mia. He wanted her, but she said no. He's like the angry incel guy, right? And, and he, then now he's their friend again. He's the guy that they play that they you keep 
It's like when they put Vincent D'Onofrio in a movie, or even better, who's the guy, um, Skarsgård? You see him in a movie, and you're like, oh, he's the bad guy. Eventually, they're going to yeah. reveal that he's the bad guy, right. and he's he always is. somebody in the back. Right. You don't hire this guy and not have him be the bad guy at some point. And, and I so, clicked on his IMDb, and he's in every one of these kind of movies. Right. <laughs> yeah, and this, But this guy, they kind of do a twist where they keep – you keep expecting them to reveal that he's fucked over the family, but really he's just been on their side the whole time. Yeah. It seemed like he was ready to stab somebody in the back. Right. And then, but until he gets spoiler alert, until he gets shot in the stomach. Well, but if we go back to unsurvivable scenes, then they go to pick up some, uh, cars off of a, a train. Ridiculous. Yeah, we're jumping a little ahead. The, the ridiculous. Most ridiculous. So, so they they go to steal these cars. Yeah. Because ostensibly, in one of these cars is some sort of computer chip. I didn't catch what it did. Did you guys? The chip. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know what it did. No, 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 no. This might be the most ridiculous part of the movie. So, remember, like Narcos. There's um, Pablo Escobar has so much money. He's got it. Like he has to like bury it, people and. Bury it places. Right. And he's losing more money to rats eating his money, his actual cash than anything else. And so he's got it buried all over in this movie is trying to have us believe that this drug dealer Reyes has his money stashed all over in different places to keep it safe. So it's not all together. And the only thing that tells him where his money is stashed is this one computer chip that he's hidden in the fucking pullout DVD player of a Ford GT. And, and so the he bad needs guy that. You speak of that's the bad guy from Desperado, Buccio. Yeah, he's he's the bad guy and everything. He's amazing. He's great. Yeah, he's the best part of the movie. Yeah. So that's that's the point of the chip. And they, so, so it hosts a word document, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. they they class it up a little bit. It kind of looks like a um, like one of those computer games that would run on Windows ninety five. It was like you know had like a little had like a little drop down menu on the side, and each yeah right each one of those told you like where the where what stash house the money was in, and so they go to steal these cars off a train, and it's. Um, they hook up with Vince, right? And Paul Vince shows up like they, they blow the side of the train out and then he shows up. He's like, change your plans. Right. So they're, they never told us what the plan was to begin with. Right. So they lost, (laughs) but they, they rescue Dom from going to prison and then they completely lose touch with them. He's your brother. It doesn't. It makes right. zero sense. They never tell you what the plan is. They never tell you how they got separated. He just shows up looking like a badass, which... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers... Hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, that part kind of rocked. Yeah, that but was cool. I, I do wonder, why not just send one guy on that train? If you know what car the chip is sure. in, 
Yeah. Why not just send one guy on the train to find the chip? Why not? Why why blow the sod off a train and steal like nine cars, or whatever they were trying to do? Also, maybe the cops, the cops. There were there were several or feds were on the train and they go, "We're being robbed." Whatever happens, don't stop the train. Weird wow. detail. Weird detail. You figure the first thing they would be do is say, hey, we should probably not be on a moving train if we're going to like be shooting our guns and chasing people around. How about we <laughs> stop the train? Whatever happens, don't stop the train. And then they pull, they pull the system for breaking into this train is they, they – Take a they make an off road vehicle that was would have ended up being much more cost much more than the cars they were about to steal because they had to build the suspension. They had to make it this fucking crazy thing that can run on the run next to a train. Then they pull up next to the train and then they break out the cutting torches while they're running like 70 miles an hour next to a train. Also, the interior of this train aggravated me because Every country in the world, except for the one that we live in, has beautiful mass transit, bullet trains. It's fucking plush inside. It probably cost 49 cents to bisect the country of Brazil on this train. But that aside, they pull up, they cut everything open with a cutting torch, and then they rip with like hydraulic lines. They like rip the cars out of the train and then like back them on to the dirt where they, where they off road a, a pant, a Di Tommaso Pantera Pantera on the side of the road. These cars would have been destroyed. Immediately destroyed. They, they, they were completely trash. They would not be drivable. It's just not a system that would have worked. Why not just stop the train and decouple that one car and steal that, that train car. It's insane. Yeah, well, then, and then they, one of the cars they managed to destroy in the escape of getting Paul Walker off the train. Again. They, I, I mean, they would have been split into several pieces. They, they, they steal the, they're getting chased in the, in the one, I can't remember what that vehicle was. They, they run it off of a cliff where they depart in the air. And they jump like it's like uh, like they're surfing. But it's again, it's an unsurvivable height. It's, it's huge. Yes, it's jump. it's much higher. Like you go you go over across the Golden Gate Bridge and you look down and you're like, this is pretty high. But I'm surprised that 98 percent of people that jump off of this thing die. Sometimes people right. live because right. it looks like it could be a survivable height. This, this was way bigger. Way, it was two Golden Gate Bridge heights. It was ridiculous. <laughs> like this completely unsurvivable leap. And they bo- they do the Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid thing where they just pop up and they're like, ah. Well, yeah, well, uh, Paul Walker like pops up like he's on a surfboard before yeah. he leaps from the car. Yes. <laughs> that part honestly ruled so much. It's really the good. The best part about that is but like then, there is then, zero way to get down there. And then there's just like a hundred bad guys who are like, in one second, it undoes all the badassery of that crazy jump. There's just there's a hundred guys pointing machine guns at them. Also, when they steal those cars off the train and I've I realize I'm nitpicking here. How do they know they're being transported fully gassed up? Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Like they're, Good po- point. they're pulling them off the train and then they got to run 
<laughs> a Ford GT a directly across open desert, which would completely ruin the vehicle. The vehicle is not capable of doing that. But assuming it were, how do you know there's gas in it? Did they did, were there gas cans there? It's crazy. You know, I won't even get into that part. What 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 chat my ass about that is? Uh, there's actually not even any deserts in Brazil. Did you guys know that? No. I looked it I, up. No, I didn't I, know that. That, that doesn't thought. make sense. Yeah, there's a desert here. That's no, they're not even nowhere near. What? You got to be fucking kidding me. No, I googled it because it didn't make sense to me. Because if you look at like Rio and then they're in the desert, like it doesn't look like Rio. I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. Like I said, beginning of this movie, it tells you up front. You have to accept that this movie is baffling and dumb. It's ridiculous. It's kind of fun. It's it's kind of enjoyable. If if they had smashed it to my maximum peak limit of 97 minutes, I feel like I would have enjoyed this movie, but instead they stretch it out and there was that whole boring part in the middle, like where they're planning what they're going to do. That was so long. It was so much planning. Yes. Yes. So many times in the warehouse, they're, they're doing something, they're practicing their laps and then they go back out into the world. Then they're back in the warehouse. It just happens again and again and again. Over and over and over. It's just like the whole middle. At least after that train, at least The Rock shows up. And then, like I said, it it makes the contrast with Vin Diesel so stark. It's crazy. Because you see a guy with crazy charisma. Yeah. Like You realize why he hijacked the film series. Yes. Because he's... He's just a guy. I, I will say two things about The Rock. Other than him being somehow much, much, much less muscular at age 37. <laughs> I love that you're saying is I have HBO Max on in the background. I'm seeing him walk and he looks like the biggest human I've ever he, seen. Well, open up his Instagram right now and you'll see the difference. But besides that, in I've like I said, I've seen two Fast movies, Fast Five and Fast Seven. In Fast Five... The Rock has some weird Southern accent, and he's doing they it. Do the, give him a little strange accent. Yes, don't they? and it's jarring and it's horrible. And the only thing worse is the glue-on goatee they've given him. That's that glistens. It's terrible. It glistens. It looks throughout. like the goatee of the guy who picks up Pee Wee Herman hitchhiking. Um, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, like that. yes. In Fast Seven, they've lost both of those. Somehow, he's he's lost his he's gained a non regional diction, and in in the in the goatees, at least been like trimmed down to like lineup length. That's good. Yeah, so that was better. Um, what else? The rocks there, the goatee. Oh, oh, and and you know, Brewster is pregnant. That's like a sub. Plot. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And she doesn't tell him, and then they jump through the roof of that building for uh, some reason. There could have been a million other options, but they're like, we have to do this. Right. And it's it's strange because, and I don't want to body shame here, but she's emaciated. She's so skinny that she looks unhealthy. I was wondering throughout if she was unwell. At one point, they said to the, um, they said to Vin, I think Vince says to Dom, Where's Letty? I believe is he referencing Michelle Rodriguez, who I believe was was in this franchise at one point. 
Did you, he is uh, and she was. Have you guys ever seen that Michelle Rodriguez movie where she's tough and not going to take any no. of your shit? <laughs> <laughs> Does she like not play by the rules yeah. and she's not a she's not a shrinking violet? That's right. I, I haven't seen that, that one. one. That one movie. I haven't seen her play that role. <laughs> um, what else? Rock, the Rocks, Les Jack. Yeah. We're, we're going for the super heist. Yeah. And it's like, we need a team. We need a team. Like, yeah. All right, call up Ludacris and Tyrese. Well, yeah. <laughs> the event, the, the dumb Avengers. I love it. I do. I do miss the era of specialties. Like you can't. We need a safe cracker. Yeah. As a, because I, I, fe- love, I love that whole aspect of bringing a gang together. Right. There's tons of those movies. I like them. For some reason with this, I just wanted it all to just move a little quicker. Right. I was frustrated. Well, and right. I, I feel like that's a dying art. Like, I feel like these days you just have like regular criminals. But back in the day, it used to be like, OK, we need a cat burglar to safe do cracker, the, Yeah, a safe whatever. explosives guy. Who's the explosives guy we're going to get? And they kind of do this. They But Vin, Vin Diesel's like, we need a chameleon. We, <laughs> we need a fast talker. And how is he the, the brains of the operation? I mean, Again. somebody's got to be smarter Again. than him. Every, he majored in theater, dude. Also, also, these guys are car thieves. Like, wh- how? what does he have the expertise on how to rob drug dealers? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah. And again, and they, and they bring him in. So, like, Wonder Woman shows up, Tyrese, Luda, the Asian guy, a couple... Oh, Brazilian Isn't dudes? there a part where they're like, this went from Mission Impossible to Mission Insanity? Yes. Yeah. But also. <laughs> Great line. Also, all these people's passports are updated. Like, I imagine some of these people are wanted. It's, there's no visa issues involved. You're coming from another country. You can't you don't can't just show up the next day. Uh, but they talked about, well, we're going to make so much money. We'll disappear with that money. Yeah. Like, yeah you're not yeah. disappearing. No. Well, they're they're very into no extradition, which I think only exists in the movies. Um, but then they also all go back to the United States at the end of the movie, which is you know just a treat, right? <laughs> right. Wait, is that? <laughs> well, but he did he did help the Rock in that one scene, so that undoes everything. Well, yeah. He gave him twenty four hours. So they they like t- they disassemble. They're like whatever whatever they're looking for is in this car, and so th- then they disassemble it and they figure out. It's like a chip in the car. And then the rock shows up after they're gone. Uh, they have like a, um, I think they have like an interaction, right? But they get away. And then, I don't know, there's a few of those. Well, he says something like, you're under arrest. <laughs> not around here, not. Right. Yeah. This, uh, is, this right. is Brazil, he says. <laughs> Which is funny because uh, like his, his like right-hand woman, the lady whose husband died, the cop could have told him, you can't arrest them. Look at all these gang members. Right. But no, she doesn't count, apparently. But also, every scene The Rock shows up in, him and his team of DSS agents machine gun everybody anywhere near them. But then they cruise up to this spot where they're all just like hanging out and they're like, okay, we'll get you next time. Just because the dudes have some handguns. Right. Um, but the. The the rocks idea is like they took this car apart to find something. You guys need to put it back together. 
Well, how's what's that going to do? Like they did all the hard work. For, like, like what's reassembling it going to do for finding the thing? Like the taking apart is how you find things. You don't go. You don't go. Hey, I can't find my keys. Put all the cushions back on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like when you're putting together Legos and you're a kid and they're like, oh, shit, what does this piece go to? Because you built it wrong. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Right. Build the yes. whole thing again. Yes. Build it again. And then they build it again and they're like all sweaty. They're, their badges are hanging down. They're like, we don't know, boss. And then The Rock walks over and kind of like glances at the car and he's like, oh, it's right here. And pushes the fucking DVD player. And the <laughs> DVD player pops out and it's like disc missing. And he's like, that's what it is right there. We need that disc. How the fuck does he know? Maybe, maybe it was fucking Janet Jackson's greatest hits. Like, how does he? How does he know that that's the thing? It's crazy. Um, I can't imagine Janet Jackson having greatest hits. By the way, um, did you did you say something, Caleb? You said something about Gal Gadot that you. Yeah, I wanted to, to. Oh yeah, let us know about a, that. A, a quick little piece of trivia: nobody ever mentions her once in the entire movie. And I watched, I read that, and I watched it twice, and it's true. Oh, that's she's some just, that's some sick she's sense just shit. There. Yeah. yeah, she just nobody even references her, like or calls her by her name, which is funny. And uh, apparently later, and I read this. I you know we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the rest of these amazing. because now I'm this, just I'm just a fan. Now but you're in. Yeah. They, apparently, you her whole thing later. Yeah, is that yeah? She she's Mossad and right. she's like a weapons expert, but they just never mention that. Interesting. So they get the just there. Prince on her That's ass. It. That was the big scene. Right. For her. her That's a, it. Her yeah. ass is the main weapon she uses in this movie, and I mean, she drives the garbage truck at the end too, doesn't she? She does, and then it yeah. could, maybe she is a figment of their imagination because. At the Ooh, very, that's a good theory. At the very end, and I don't want to spoil this, the only one she talks to the whole time is the Asian guy. And oh, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to spoil so it's this. Like a beautiful mind. Yeah. <laughs> but really, we're gonna we're gonna find a bunch of post-it notes in Vin Diesel's garage. At the very end, he's driving a badass Lexus. Yeah, to Berlin. To Berlin or Madrid, and she's sitting on his lap while he's driving. And I'm like, whoa. Very unsafe. <laughs> Especially on the Autobahn, man. Crazy. Just like sit in your seat with your seatbelt on. You guys can make That's out when you get there. That's what happened to Drazen Petrovich, the old uh, trailblazer. Is that, he somebody who's sitting on his lap? He had women in the car on the Autobahn and Shut something up. was going on. Shut and up. And they crashed and died. He was a, I think he might have been an all-star for the Nets. He was. He was a great player. I think he was in a Volkswagen GTI, as I recall. But. It was the Autobahn with two women, I believe. Unbelievable. Who knew? Um, yeah, Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah. How was she? Uh, yeah, they they're, they need to get a handprint from Reyes. And their whole system of getting a handprint is to have him grab her ass, which he does. I'm not 100% convinced of the science of that. I'll just say that. Yeah, so, I don't know if Lycra... No, I just got to mention, I watched this movie twice and I missed that scene entirely. And I actually stared at the screen and forced myself to watch it. I guess my brain just got progressively smaller and smoother. Like by the end of this movie, it was like the same like texture and size as a peach. Right. I I missed all of this. Well, because at the pool with the Korean dude. Yeah, they're they're, they're at the beach. Oh, right. Yeah. 
and he's but she, like, the, the the Korean guy was like I I don't we can't do it and then she said watch and something that bothered me that really nobody watching the scene was supposed to think about was she dramatically throws her rap to the ground yeah. and walks over in a bikinis and you're you're focused in on her ass and I kept thinking. Why wouldn't she just put the wrap like somewhere where she can pick it up? She just threw it on the ground really and walked good, across. Yeah. Well, that's a badass move. And also, it's a badass move, but you know, you just ruined a perfectly good wrap. Does does a does a, a drug kingpin like Reyes? Does he is he satisfied with just an ass grab? I feel like this is like a Joan from Mad Men situation where she would have to do a little bit more <laughs> yeah, right. to earn that handprint. I'm just saying, right. I just don't feel like she'd be allowed to just like cruise up and then walk away. But that's how they tell the story. So they realize that the rock is after him and all of a sudden it like changes everything. They're like, oh, fuck. It's the rock. We got to like hide or I, I can't remember what their theory is, but they know they're being looked at. Why does it matter that one cop or another is the one that's chasing them. And then the same thing happens later in the movie where they're, where they're escaping with the, while towing the vault with two Dodge chargers down, down a bridge. That seems reasonable. They look at, they look in the, they're being chased by cops. They look in the rearview mirror and they go, there's too many of them. We got to We got to quit. There's we'll never get away. There's too many of them. Well, if you're being chased by one or 50, what difference does it make? You're still being chased. Like you're still trying to get away. Why does it, why do they have to stop running away? Because there's more cops than they thought chasing after them. I didn't get that part at all. That's a good point. Um, um, yeah. So I, 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 I gotta be honest. I, I pretty much forgot I was watching the movie. So the yeah. end, I really didn't pay attention to. So you're going to have to tell me. Well, actually. I I'll almost quit at that part, too. But um, there's a lot of sexual tension between Dom. Dom kind of saves the it's kind of like a Stockholm syndrome thing. Dom kind of saves the Brazilian lady cop from getting murdered in the favelas. And then he drops his very sweet giant swap meat. Crucifix. Cross. Yes. Yeah. So, but it doesn't show them actually do that. Like it right. shows them together and then the crucifix is, is very secure around his neck. Yeah. And then later it just shows it on the ground, which is just baffling. Yeah. And then like, she picks it up. And then when they when they raid their hideout, which, again, seems seems like it would have been much easier to find. Eventually, they raid their hideout and she's wearing it. Mm hmm. And she's only wearing it so Vin Diesel can kind of like graze his knuckles against her, yeah. you know, her titties as he takes it back from her, which is yeah. just, which was enough for her because I'll, I'll just spoiler alert. She ends up like she's Vin Diesel's lady from then on, right? Like but, in the following movies and stuff. Oh, she is? Because they don't hit skins mm -hmm. in this movie. Like I don't know. Through, through the shirt, that's some junior high action. Right. But she ends up going with him. Well, then she, because he, so he beats the rock's ass and he does that thing that you see in a lot of movies. I think the first time I recall seeing it was in Bad Boys and not the Martin Lawrence Will Smith one. Oh, but you're the, talking about Sean Penn. Sean Penn, Esai Morales, 
<laughs> takes place in Juvenile Hall. It's a very badass movie. And Sean Penn, Isai Morales has raped Sean Penn's girlfriend, I think, or sister. And he's got a chance to murder him with an ice pick at the end of the movie. And he holds it. He's on top of He's in full mount, as we say. And he's... <laughs> He's on top of him with the ice pick in two hands, and he goes, and he hammers it down, and you think he's fucking stuck it through his eye real badass. And then he gets up and walks away, and the camera pans down, and he's just stuck it in the ground next to his head. And so Vin Diesel does the same thing, but with like a pipe wrench in this one, which is weird because that's a plumbing tool. That's not a car fixing item. I don't know why they would have a pipe wrench. That's what you use to break apart two pipes. Yeah. I do have an explanation. Oh, I'd like to hear it. That's that's why he went to jail before. Remember, he beat somebody to death or half to death, they said, with a socket wrench. Right. He almost did it with a rock and showed the rock. I'm not a bad guy. I'm just going to kick the shit out of you and maybe give you some small brain damage, but I'm not going to kill you with this socket wrench. So, Caleb, maybe you can explain this part to me because then um, Brian, who is Paul Walker and Vin, they're arrested and they're like taken away in a vehicle. Oh wait, is this when the, is this where the ambush happens? Because then they're yeah. out. Yeah, they get hit with a <laughs> they get hit with a rocket launcher for right. some inexplicable reason. RPG. Yes. And then everybody gets massacred except for the for the rock except for the stars of the movie. Yeah. So all the extras die. All the bad guys except for like the bad guy lieutenant dies. All the rocks dudes die, and then that's when he decides to. Join forces with the Furious crew or right. whatever. He, he saves the rock and then they go back to the hideout. And that's when I think um, Tyrese, because Tyrese is kind of like the pussy, but he's also like the voice of reason. Oh, he's, he's the fast yeah, talker guy. Right. He is a comic relief. He's just, right. the, yeah. He's like, this just went from a, a mis- mission impossible to mission in freaking sanity. <laughs> I also want to point out not just that the cars were pulling the because I'm rewatching yeah, the scene now. Yeah. Not just that they were pulling the the safes. It they were pulling it at like 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Like the cops could the cop cars couldn't keep up mm-hmm. with right. the cars pulling the safe. In and they, and they, they got were, Hemi's in those engines. Too. And they were driving synchronously. Like they had to make. <laughs> That's the other thing. Jordana Brewster is like telling them which way to go. Yeah. But she's back at the hideout looking at a computer. Does she have air support? She's like, you have a 10 second lead. Do something with it. Well, is there drones in the sky? Is there do, do they have choppers? Like, how does she know the distance between her guys and the cops behind them? That's not explained. Well, you know, that crew is just really like the Blue Angels of Rio. <laughs> they don't, you know, they just, they can sense it amongst one another. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, what, ha- wait, what happens? So, oh, so The Rock joins up with them. By and, the way, I think yeah. that if we're, if we're already, are we, if we're already at the point where they've stolen the vault, I think we've skipped ahead by no, like an hour and no, a half. No, we just, that was an aside. We just skipped ahead okay, to that part. Okay, okay. The, the Rock joins up with them and um, there's <laughs> sexual tension with the lady cop. He breaks into the lady yeah. cop's apartment and they, re, they realize they're simpatico because both of their significant others have died. Him, yeah. Michelle Re- Rodriguez, her, whatever her husband's name was. Then they go. They realize, okay, the only way they realize the money's in a vault, 
in the in the police station or they knew that already. And Ludacris is somehow an expert on that. He knows he's like, oh, yeah, nobody, nobody can keep up with Ludacris. He's like, that's the B9100 copper doors, stainless steel lining. Like he knows all the details of it. And that's how they know they got to get the handprint. And but then they're like, the only way we're getting in there is if we're invisible. And they realize they got to steal cop cars, which was very easy to do. Then they steal cop cars. And then they don't really like try to escape that hard from stealing the cop cars. Instead, they have a four way race for a million dollars each where they're going to go a quarter mile, two lights. And whoever wins, winner take all. This fucking quarter mile took 11 (laughs) minutes to achieve. I could have jogged it there and back 17 times in the time it took these four fucking cop cars to race a quarter mile (laughs) and Paul Walker won, but somehow Tyrese and the Korean guy knew that Vin Diesel let him win, which I didn't get. Did you, did that make sense to you guys? No, I mean, like, it made about as much sense as the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I zoned out. I, I thought it was I honestly <laughs> didn't pay attention to them saying it was a quarter mile. I thought it was like six miles. No, they said a quarter mile, two lights. <laughs> it took forever. Yeah, it took it took like 10 minutes of the movie. It was yeah. crazy. Um, so they steal the cop cars. They do the quarter mile race. Vin throws the race. Um, oh, so they're all hiding out. They're wanted. Interpol is after them. They have there's a scene where they're like they know where we they know who we are. They got their pictures. Like it's a whole thing. So Jordana Brewster decides to go shopping in a sundress. <laughs> yeah, just op- out in the open. Yeah, she's wanted by multiple governments. Just ridiculous. Yeah, she's trying on hats, walking around, and the the Vince guy has to save her from Reyes's crew. <clears throat> Uh, that's when Vin Diesel and that's when they get found out. Vin Diesel and The Rock have a fight. There's a lot of spitting. There's a lot of sexual tension between them. That's that's when the, the bad boy scene happens. Then they get ambushed after that. Not that it matters. Although I will say this. The Rock's laying on the ground. He should have been murdered. He was about to be murdered. But Paul Walker and Vin Diesel start blasting people with shotguns and... AKs and whatever like everyone gets murdered and they're just standing in the street blowing people down they don't get shot the the rocks laying there on the ground he's just seen his buddy get blown up with a grenade he's all fucked up and Vin Diesel comes walking over and it looks like he's gonna blast him with a shotgun but it, instead he reaches down with his hand and they get like a, a bro grip kind of yeah he does the bro grip help up he pulls him up and I am not embarrassed to say that at that point I spontaneously ejaculated. <laughs> it was so good. I had to you let it go. It was too exciting. And then the, their buddy Vince is shot and they're like driving away. They get back in that, that like um, that like urban assault vehicle they have that can just like run through everything. They get back in that and they're, um, driving away and you see that Vince is shot and then what's he do? He saddles Dom with a dependent. 
He's like, oh, by the way, my son Nico, you're gonna oh, need yeah, to Nico. you're gonna need to take care of him. Hey, buddy, it's not my fault you got fucking shot in the gut. Like, I'm sorry this happened to you, but I'm I'm all full up over here. I don't have extra bedrooms. You know, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. I, what's I? I'm not capable of uh, raising a kid. Like, you got family or what? Why are you asking me? I thought that I was kind of fucked up about that is the kid's name was actually Jake. He just said that at the last minute so that he'd have to take care of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. He, got, he was named after you. Yeah. Right. You got to do it. Then So then they're back at the thing and they're like all the whole crew is like, Dom, like we're fucked here. Like this isn't going to work. Like we tried. It was mission insanity before. Now it's just there's no way we can do it. They've they've. D- Double ludicrous somehow knows they've like doubled the cops at the police station. He's like, they know we're coming. It's impossible. They're ready for us. And they're like, you know, it can't be done. And everybody quits on him. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, the rock is like, I'm in. I'll ride with you, Toretto. (laughs) I'll ride with you, Toretto. And it, it was at that point, guys. I was sitting here on my couch and it's been kind of hot. The front door was open. I looked down and my ottoman was floating out the front door and the rug kind of followed with it. And I'm looking around, I'm going, what is going on here? And all suddenly like my couch kind of turns and I'm sliding towards the front door on my couch and all my furniture is just heading out the front door. And I realize that I'm floating away on a river of my own semen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because that that moment was just too exciting for me. It was too fucking good. I loved it too much. And then just because the cop who hates all of them says he'll do it. He's like, I want to kill some of these motherfuckers that killed some of my guys. Let's go. It's basically a suicide mission. All the other guys are like, all right, I guess. Yeah, I'm in. OK, cool. Let's go. If if the rock's going, I'm going. And then they're like, but we're going to need a plan. And Vin Diesel, of course, is like, oh, yeah, I got a plan. I got this all. I got a plan. It's all figured out. I'm ready to go. No one had any concerns about the plan. And their plan was to basically do what somebody is going to do in your town to an ATM tonight. They're going to they're going (laughs) to drive a a big truck that they stole, like an F-250, an old one. And they're going to smash through the front of a 7-Eleven and they're going to tie some chains. They're going to have some chains hooked, some toe chains hooked to the bumper and they're going to wrap them around, wrap them around that ATM. And then they're going to fucking race down the street at 2 AM to a hiding place where they can try to crack open and get the 600 bucks out of the ATM. That was their plan. Well, Vince, where Vin, not Vince, Vin was the guy who Dom was the guy who planned it. So that is a very Dom like plan. It is. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. <laughs> it's a very theater major plan. Right. Um, but first we do jazz hands. <laughs> then it's, um, but it works. They're getting, they get chased by every cop in Rio. It doesn't look very much like I've never been to Rio, but it's not how I picture Rio looking They're They're getting chased around. He's, they they have two chargers that are towing the the vault with them and and at some point they realize there's too many cops behind them so they're like we have to separate what do we do and he's like um you go you I'm gonna take care of this and Brian is like no don't do it what are you gonna do no he's like you got a kid man they're talking on radios they got CB and then but the whole time Vin Diesel is somehow 
swinging the vault behind his vehicle like a mace. And he's like, and he's like knocking cars off the bridge somehow. And he spins around. Just and murdering th- cops left and right. right. No, he, the amount of clotheslines they do on cop yeah. cars. Then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, one of the vehicles behind him, it's like a VW Touareg. They, they raise out of the inside of the vehicle a 50 cal machine gun. Where's that been the whole time? Could have used it earlier. But you should have been <laughs> shooting at him the whole time. You would you would have caught him with at least one lucky shot. You could have taken out the tires. Yeah, let's wait until we're twenty minutes into this chase before we pull out the gun. Why, by the way, is the main boss bad guy following them again? Like we've got the entire police yeah. force of one of the largest he's, cities in the region. Yeah, he'd be payroll. separated from the action. Did, did what he, are you doing? What are you doing there? Did, El Chapo would be in fucking Switzerland while this was going on. Like, you, yeah, watch it on your phone, dude. Yes. Get an update after it happens, guy. It's crazy. Uh, but it works. Vin takes him out he destroys them all he he leaps out of his vehicle right before it smashes top first into the bad guy's vehicle somehow the bad guy's driver escapes and he's got vin diesel like in all movies he's you know they're shooting wildly every one second for the whole movie but then it then when it's time to kill vin diesel he stops he sets up he gets his grip right he's Practices a couple breaths. Don't pull the trigger. Squeeze. And right as he's about to squeeze one off, who shows up but Paul Walker and more of my ejaculate because he kills the last bad guy and they're standing there celebrating. When when The Rock shows up 0.01 seconds after all the action ends. Where's he fucking been the whole time? He's regluing the goatee back on. <laughs> and that's it. The Rock The Rock gives him 24 hours to escape. Very magnanimous of him. Uh, and he's like, you, you're leaving the money. And the, the, um, the vault is there. But it turns out it was a work because they secretly switched out the vaults under an overpass at one point. Yeah. Which they timed. In 10 seconds, that's where they got the uh, you saw it earlier when, when Han was driving and they said, oh, we're going to miss the time frame. We need invisible cars. That's what that's what that whole point was, apparently. Right. And uh, Vin had a plan, of course, because he knew exactly where the intersection was. Where of course. They would, of course. Yeah. They, why, why, why wouldn't he know that? They timed it perfectly. They all get their money and they all bounce out to And apparently these guys did not subscribe to. And we all remember this from the Lufthansa heist, right? You're. You're supposed to lay low. You get the money. You fucking live a very Spartan lifestyle for a long time. These guys had not seen Goodfellas. They did not know that rule. And they're wearing Chris went back to his garage and then Tyree showed up with like three hookers. Yeah. And and a shark in a shark skin suit (laughs) and a McLaren and those other two Brazilian guys that aren't really explained. They're gambling million dollar hands of roulette and Monaco and Paul Walker is he's on an island somewhere. I don't that's not explained. Costa Rica, maybe. Or it's it's a beach location. Having a nice 
away weekend with his soon to be soon to be mother of his child and they're having like a nice private moment and then vin shows up with the new girlfriend hey mind if i crush your right right and all these two dudes want to do is go race and then jerk each other off somewhere is what (laughs) is was the vibe i got from it and also for guys that live their lives a quarter mile at a time and they're always about to race a car and they're wanted and they're on the run and you never know when you're going to have to lam it. Always fucking drinking beer. Oh yeah. You got dudes rock. It's like, I mean, didn't they get the memo? Like you don't do that. You don't drink and drive. Like you gotta, if you gotta drive a car, you can't be boozing all the time. Um, and as the movie finishes, HBO is asking me if I'd like to see the extended version. How is this not the extended? <laughs> it's version? two hours and eleven minutes. <laughs> it feels it feels like six. It just goes, I saw that so too. Many of the same scene. It's just essentially like two giant car chases with a bunch of planning in the yeah. middle. Yeah, way too much planning. I get like when I watch one of these movies, I expect it to just be wall to wall action. I don't want to fucking hear any talking. I like we were talking before the beginning, the whole ridiculousness of that train pulling the cars off. And when they jump in the air, it's ridiculous, but it's it's fun. And and then they just bring you way down with the planning and the same kind of doing the laps around the uh, warehouse. It it just really just brings you down. Uh, Yeah, it's a lot. Filming locations. Rice, California, Puerto, Puerto Rico, I don't know, Rio de Janeiro, Atlanta, movies have massive budgets, Parker, Arizona, been there, Vidal, California, never heard of it, doesn't exist, Los Angeles, California, you know the, that's where the car chases were done because it looked just like L.A. Um, what else? How many? Uh, how many have there been now? I know that there are eight. One was postponed because of COVID, right? right? Yeah. Well, so that's... That would have been nine? Tyrese got real pissed off because he's got bills. And The Rock was like, hey, we ain't going to make the next one because I got to make this offshoot one. The Rock, I don't know if you know this about him, guy works a lot. Oh, yeah. He's, pre- he's pretty busy. He's making tequila. He's a hustler, dude. He's a hustler. He, he recognizes that this is his moment, and the moment doesn't last forever. And so before he becomes the president, which he's for sure going to do, he's got <laughs> to make as many movies as he can. So he's like, hold up. We're not making the next fast until I finish making the fast um, Hobbs. Hobbs and Shaw, which I believe, Caleb – 30 seconds, give us a review slash recap of Hobbs and Shaw with The Rock and the extremely diminutive British man that literally every woman wants to fuck, Jason Statham. Uh, Jason, the Statham man is a villain in later movies, and Hobbs and Shaw is the marriage of The Rock and Jason Statham. As a kind of buddy cop scenario where they're saving the world 
And it's extremely absurd when you consider the roots of this franchise where there were just street racers stealing like DVDs right. out of, uh, you know, semi-trucks. Now, all of a sudden, you've got this ostensibly the same franchise, but you've got The Rock and Jason Statham saving the world from a virus that's going to wipe out all of humanity. And it's, it's just kind of absurd. But I, I watched uh, Hobbs and Shaw last night. And it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Stringer Bell's in that one, too. right? Oh, Idris, Idris Elba? Elba? Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It's the it's the sexy a off. Of beauty. There's so and many there's hot men. There's supposed to be three of those oh, movies. Jesus, I that's think a lot. they might be in the middle of making the second one right now. Right. Right. But uh, uh, it's good. You know, it's just, it, 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 OK. So if you liked the idea a fast five, but thought it might have dragged on a little bit, or maybe it was just unpolished. Yeah, then you'll like Hobbs and Shaw. It's just a, a okay, it's dumb low. action movie. It's on HBO all the time, so I might watch it. The um, you guys have you guys looked at how much money this Fast Five made? Uh, six hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, that's a pretty big Whoa. hit. That's a pretty. It's that's ex- that I remember that off the top of my head. By the way, I really need yeah. to expel that information for more valuable I like I like that you do your homework though it's you're a good guest in that regard uh yeah this is like Star Wars level it's fucking massive yeah, like huge we, we were literally when the three of us watched this in the last couple days we were literally the only three people that had never seen this movie <laughs> I know it's crazy we're the last Everybody's three pe- seen this yeah we were the last three people to see Fast Five let's look at the trivia here um let's see the stunt involving the flatbed truck slamming into the moving train was filmed practically without the use of miniatures or CGI. Yeah, the, it almost derailed the train. Right. I watched a video on yes. that. Yes. <laughs> of course you did. Uh, the ro- <laughs> Oh, my God. You, here we go. The role of Hobbs was originally envisioned for Tommy, uh, Lee, Tommy Jones. Lee Jones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. He's fucking 70. That's a real change in plans. Right. According Can you imagine yeah. him beating uh, Vin Diesel's ass, though? Wouldn't that rule? That would be yeah. amazing. Uh, be he would have to do it with his breath, right? Because his, his breath could what, Ed? Knock a, knock a buzzard out of a shit wagon. Yeah, I've heard that about him. Uh, the uh, uh, According to Vin Diesel, Dwayne Johnson was brought into Fast Five because of a fan suggestion from a girl yep. named Jan Kelly who said she would love to see the two work together on screen. Uh, Jan really yeah. fucked him on that one. Yeah, really, he must hate Jan yes. Kelly. Oh yeah, he does. He does. That's uh, why you don't listen to fans. Come yes, on. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh, because this is kind of good. Because of the negative reaction from car enthusiasts regarding the use of CGI backgrounds and locations, Justin Lin insisted Fast Five has limited use of it to focus more on practical effects. Always better with less CGI. Uh, oh, as Caleb mentioned, Gal Gadot's character Giselle is never mentioned in the entire film. She is a not film. once. She's literally just there. She's, I like the, the theory yeah. that she's like not doesn't exist. Yeah, she and the only interaction she has, other than when she's driving the garbage truck, she only interacts with the Korean guy. Yeah, and then he drives off with her. Yes, it's it's, it's a thing so, of his imagination. Yep, the Korean guy's name is Han, but his name is. Han Soul, like Soul, uh, the city. Han up. Solo. Shut up. Which is, yeah, no, nah, that can't I be true. No, you just made it that just, up. 
I swear to God, oh, it's real. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Rio de Janeiro International Airport. Uh, I can't read them for they're too long. This is the uh, IMAX. Who cares? Puerto Rico doubled up for Rio de Janeiro thanks to an $11 million tax incentive. Oh, the big brawl between Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel took over a week to shoot. Can you imagine how much these guys hate each other's guts? Yeah. They, so also another funny fact about that is uh, I don't know how it ended in the movie, but they had to agree while they were filming it that they punched each other an equal amount of times. Yeah. <laughs> I've read that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Elsa Pataki. I didn't realize that's who that was. She's married to Thor. Elsa Pataki oh, shit. had to undergo tactical training with a police military advisor for her role as a Rio police officer. Why? Yeah, she doesn't do that much. It's she uh, aims really. a gun. It's always funny when they're like, for Saving Private Ryan, we put the actors through actual boot camp. Why? They're fucking actors. They're not real bullets. They're not going to actual <laughs> war. <laughs> Uh, Dwayne Johnson underwent. Oh, this is hard to believe. I'm not, I'm not buying this. Dwayne Johnson underwent a major daily, daily workout regime to bulk up his body as he wanted to appear formidable for his role as a bounty hunter. The dude is a fucking bodybuilder. Like, of course, uh, Vin Diesel. And this is, this is probably just for his acting because he's also a producer. He made only $15 million for appearing in this movie. Um, no royalties or anything. Well, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure he's got back in because he's a producer, but that's just probably his acting fee. Uh, let's see. Tyrese Gibson shot this film at the same time he was filming Transformers: Dark of the Moon, flying between locations in Puerto Rico and Atlanta to accommodate ball shoots. Imagine, I mean, Tyrese in big demand for two blockbusters. <laughs> Who would have known? <laughs> Um, Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson both considered to play Hellboy before Ron Perlman, who is 30 years older than them, got the part. Vin Diesel and Elsa Pataki share a birthday. However, Diesel, nine years older, this quickly outgrows Fast and Furious. Oh, that's four, but it's just called Fast and Furious. To become the highest grossing film in the franchise, only to pass that mantle on to the next installments. Yeah, these are big, big time uh, movies. Uh, okay, that's it. Anything you guys want to add? I feel like this was a fantastic discussion and a movie that I wasn't too excited to talk about. And I, I was really pumped when we finally did it. Yeah, it was It was funny, but I'm still just confused by so many parts of this. Yeah, was, I guess the I guess the point is to not think too much about it. Right. Yeah. It's you just fast forward through the talking parts because they don't really explain anything anyway, and it's like just get to the chases and the machine gunning of people. Uh, Caleb Wilson, anything you would like to add, my friend? Um, I feel like in like. 35, 40 years in my generation uh, were in nursing homes. Yeah. Like they can just put this on the TVs because it's just like that aimlessly, vaguely, enjoyably pleasant slop yes. that we yes. can watch as we're drooling over the TVs or whatever totally. in nursing homes. It's just something to have on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I expected to go into this 
thinking it was going to be like 10 times worse than it was. I didn't really hate it. It just, it dragged a little bit. If it was like, if they cut off like 40% of this movie, I think it would have been great. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I found it fun. The beginning was, was fun. Really good. Yep. It was yep. ridiculous and fun. So stupid. It's just, yeah, it, it needs, it needs somebody to cut it up. Right. Right. Let's, we need to get rid of the middles of these movies. Just get us the beginning. And Who's the guy that does that with the Star Wars? Is it Toby Maguire or somebody? Uh, or the guy from that '70s show? He like cuts up movies. That's yeah. what he does. He's, yeah, yeah. They need they need fan edits of this. Tof- I think there probably are some good ones. Topher Grace. Topher Grace does it. Mm-hmm. Shut up. He does fan edits of lots of movies. Shut He's, up. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> yeah, I can learn new shit all the time. Uh, all right, I appreciate it, guys. Outstanding job for. Caleb Wilson at Bird Respector on Twitter. If you want to be trolled and annoyed and made mad a lot, it's very fun. Or just see people see that happen to people. It's very fun. Uh, for Ed Daly, he's here every week. My, oh, he's got a book out, Heroes and yeah, Jerks. Actually, Ed, I just bought a copy of your book, what? dude. What? Excellent. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Heroes Not to kiss and- too much ass, but you know. You're a good dude. Heroes and Jerks, available now on Amazon. For those two guys, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 337 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. TBLS, hell yes, the lifestyle's baller. Podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and... Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hit the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.